We are back with another episode of the Tide Talk Podcast. As always, Stacy Blackwood with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back. You know, the off week, everybody hates an off week in football, but it was uh, it was much needed for some players to get healthy. And uh, I'm hoping, uh, you know, we get, we get you know, got some guys that's uh, fully healed now. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, obviously it's, it was announced that uh, Chris Owens is going to be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Landon Dickerson's sliding over to the center position. And fortunately, we have cornbread Deontay Brown back off, off his suspension. He's back. Uh, of, course, of course, he did get to play against Ole Miss as well. But uh, he'll be in the starting rotation or starting lineup, I mean, uh, up front. So uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing that that group. I, I think it has a chance to be the, the final group uh, up front, in my opinion. I, I mean, obviously, you have to wait and see, and we hope Chris Owens will get – healed up because it's always good to have that quality depth so but as far as the, those five guys I feel like those are probably our best five guys yeah I agree with that you know um it just seems something about our you know last year with cornbread being in you know uh in the guard position where we could was able to run the ball a little bit better behind him so um I'm hoping that's the case he comes back and and starts to open up some holes for for um Najee and Brian Robinson yeah, it's uh, the, and you know, really, the the run game has gotten a lot better over the last couple of weeks. It has, but but the truth is, is that Alabama don't have to run it a lot to be successful in offense. I mean, if they want to do a little ball control, maybe the running game needs to improve a little. But uh, the the passing game is so prolific, the receivers are so tough to cover that you know, it's you know, why would you run it? You know, more than what Alabama was running this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. I mean, when you got all them, you know, playmakers on the outside and you got two of them and, you know, there's no – you don't have to run it a lot. That's for sure. Right. Uh, but, you know, one thing about the offense that I do like, I do like that Sarkeesian is involving Najee and, and Brian Robinson in the passing game as well. That's something we did not see at all last year. Yeah. And uh, I think that's – I think that's part of Sarkeesian's, you know, pro style system and and all the all that. But I, I really like the way the running backs are involved with the offense, even if it doesn't mean that they're, you know, getting getting the ball on the handoff. But they're they're still able to make plays uh, and use their athleticism, you know, in, in other ways. But uh, as far as uh, the Ole Miss game goes, uh, not a whole lot to talk about. A lot of people. Uh, Complained about the 31 points given up. Of course, 14 of it was in the fourth quarter when the game was already over. Pretty much, yeah. uh, they they got seven right off the bat off the muff punt by by Jalen Waddle, which set them up inside the I think 30 yard line or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean they, they got they, they kind of got you know 21 points that were really garbage points in my opinion. So you know and they faced a guy that they really didn't have much film on and John Rice Plumley and you know give that kid some credit he obviously has a long way to go in the passing game but the dude plays hard he runs hard uh and and he's he's fast too that dude is fast and i think with a couple years in, in growth and development he'll be a pretty good player in college yeah man i agree with that um you know he they had a good game plan uh with him 
uh, especially, you know, I would have liked to seen the, the defense spy him a little bit more, especially in the second half. And it didn't seem like we we did that. He, you know, he had a big game against us. But, um, you know, you know, everybody talks about, about the defense, but um, and honestly, our defense is only giving up pretty much uh, 15 points per game. Um, I mean, that and for with what four freshmen starting or maybe three, I mean, that that's incredible still to say the least. I mean, so, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not really concerned about the defense. I'm definitely not concerned about the offense, but I just think they had a really good game plan with, with, uh, with Plumlee and, uh, they executed it as best as they could at that, at that time. Well, I thought that, you know, from about halfway through the first quarter or so till the third quarter, Alabama's defense played fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you could complain about the way they played. Um, like I said, they, in my opinion, they got 21 points off of, you know, either garbage time or, you know, the, 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 the fumble or the muff punt by, by Jalen Waddle, you know, pretty much set them up in prime scoring position. So, uh, I mean, I, it's hard for me to complain about them, especially when there's so many young guys playing. And, and let's be honest, there's not a team that plays great defense anymore in college football. It's, it's, it's almost impossible with the way the offensive play, the RPO, the spread, it's its almost impossible to play defense like Alabama did in, in say, 2011 and, and, and years like that. So, I mean, I, I think we're just kind of spoiled and we kind of need to realize that the defense isn't going to be like it used to be simply because of, of the day and time that we're in. But uh, I, I don't really have much to add on Ole Miss. Uh, it's been a couple weeks ago. Uh, I do want to shout out Obviously, Devontae Smith for the game that he had. Uh, I mean, I, I've never seen a receiver put up a game like that. I don't know about you, but it was it was an unbelievable performance by Devontae. And uh, he, uh, see, I got his stats pulled up, and I, then I've lost him. Yeah, he finished uh, with 11 catches, 274 yards, and five touchdowns. That is just uh, – Unreal stat line. And uh, obviously, too, I had another big game with, with uh, 418 yards passing and six touchdowns, uh, 26 out of 36. Uh, he, he continues to put up unbelievable numbers. Uh, so far on the season, he has 1,718 yards, 23 touchdowns, and the big one is still no interceptions through five games. Obviously, the, the competition will continue to step up now uh, as we continue in SEC play this week against Ole Miss. But so far, too, has been outstanding. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he reads the RPO so well. He, he, he knows his timing, his rhythm, his, his accuracy. Is, is all on, it's, it's all on point. And uh, it's, it's obviously obvious why he's, the, in my opinion, the Heisman favorite, you know, about halfway through the season. But as we uh, move into this week, we uh, got a tough road game. You know, it's uh, – I don't know why it always seems like we play at Texas A&M. I, I guess it's just I don't ever remember the the home games, but it seems like we're always playing at Texas A&M. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's, a, it's a tough game. I mean, obviously, they're ranked 24th. I don't know how they're still ranked. I mean, I know they've lost to Auburn and, and to Clemson, but – to me, they haven't looked, you know, great. 
Killamon didn't seem to take the step forward that I thought he might take this season. Of course, that means he might come out tomorrow and play the game of his life. But, right. uh, <laughs> but you know, he's uh, – he, he, sorry about that, guys. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there, but we're back now. Uh, and as we were saying, you know, uh, uh, Kellen Mond, he, he hasn't quite, uh, in my opinion, uh, improved like I thought he might and progressed, uh, you know, in his, his uh, what is his junior season now? Yeah. Uh, but you know he's he's still having a decent year. Uh, he already has four interceptions, which, which to me would be kind of concerning if I was an A and M fan because, you know, as you start getting into, and obviously they've played Clemson and Auburn already, but as you start heading into, you know, tougher games and uh, you know you get later into the season and defenses start improving more, uh, that's that's kind of a high number, of, you know, through five games. In my opinion, I mean, obviously we're kind of spoiled with two and not throwing many at all, but. Uh, yeah. You know he's he, he's thrown for thirteen hundred yards and, and and ten touchdowns and four interceptions. Uh, their running game obviously they lost Williams from last year and we, we talked about that I think in the off season how that was going to be a big loss for for Texas A and M and you know a lot of people thought this might be a year for Jimbo to kind of you know kind of take over the West and you know hang up there with Alabama and LSU and uh, in the top of the West but I've always thought it was going to be you know, next year in 2020 before they could really compete for that top spot. And that, that had mostly to do with the loss of, of, of Tra- was it Travion? Travion Williams? Is that yeah, you're right. Yes. I mean, he was an explosive player for Texas A&M, and, and that was a big loss for them. So, uh, you know, that's just my thoughts on their, their overall team. Uh, their defense is, is better than it was a few years ago. It's getting better uh, each year uh, under Jimbo. Uh they have they have some talented guys on the defensive front, uh, but but I still think their defense is also a year away from being you know championship caliber. I think next year is really going to be the year for Jimbo to to kind of see where he actually stacks up against you know the best in the West. Yeah, as everybody knows, I've already made the comment um, today on Twitter, but everybody knows how I felt about A and M beginning the season. Because uh, I actually picked them to be undefeated when that when we went to face them, and as everybody knows, they just went out and laid an egg against Clemson. Now people was like, "Well, it's Clemson," but to me, Clemson's not as dominant as they were last year. Uh, it was a very winnable game. Uh, Clemson's been in a couple of struggles this year against team, and I really, I'm really not sold on Auburn either. And there's me being a homer, but I'm not sold on their quarterback. I'm not sold on their team. Period. So there's two winnable games that they should I, – I feel like they should have won, but they let slip away. Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think Kellen Mond has progressed like he should. Um, you know, he's got 10 touchdown passes like you made – like you said, uh, four interceptions kind of concerning. But, you know, the defense is really good. But, I mean, how good is your defense if your offense can't really, you know, put, put sustain a drive and get any points for you? So – um, you know, Alabama fan know Alabama fans know how that is, especially in the championship game a few years ago. But um, you know, I'm really not worried about this game now. You know, again the year I was, but you know, since I've seen that they're not really up to where they should be, uh, I think Alabama wins easily. Well, you know, I just I've always felt that Jimbo I think Jimbo Fisher's a good coach. I don't think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Other than when he had Jameis Winston, what has he done as a head coach? Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, he he he's won a lot of games, but he was in the ACC. The ACC is all has been weak for years. Yeah. I mean, what has Jimbo really done outside of when he had Jameis Winston? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I, I kind of agree. I think A and M probably should have beat Auburn. Obviously, mm-hmm. is a better is better than Texas A and M. So, I don't think that's the game they should have won. They didn't play well. Some of that was because of Clemson, and some of it was because they just didn't execute. But they they are. De- I think I think they're as good as Auburn. You know, are pretty close, and it was home. So you you'd like to think you'd win those games. Mm-hmm. But they, they kind of come out early in that game, and Auburn hit them in the mouth real quick. And A and M really wasn't able to recover from that. Yeah. Uh, then they they kind of looked sloppy against Arkansas a couple weeks ago. So uh, they're they're an okay team. I don't. I mean, I don't think they're a top twenty five caliber team. But I mean, I, I don't know who else you'd put in front of them. So I not, understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm with you, Jake. I'm not. It's not a real concerning game to me. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a great venue, the twelfth man. It's it'll be hostile. The, the fans will be excited about it, but I mean, it's going to take a lot to to rattle two in the offense. Yeah, you're right. You know, like like I said earlier, who's going to stop our, our playmakers on the outside? You know, that's yet to be seen. I don't think anybody can. Uh, well, I mean, it's got to be proven. I, I mean, I, in my opinion, I don't I don't see a team that's defense can can stop Alabama. I mean, they can get some stops, but they're not going to, you know, shut them down. Right. And, but, uh, you, you know, it's what's funny is, you know, you play off on them to try to not give up the deep ball, then we dunk and dime you inside on slants. But then when you press us, we run by you and get the, and get the deep ball. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, the, the speed and the accuracy, like you said, is, is awesome. Yeah, I mean it's uh the, the offense is is prolific, and I think the defense is getting better. I mean, I I really feel like the young guys are are starting to uh to kind of understand their role and, and and understand what they need to do to yeah. keep the team in the best position. I'll be honest with you, the guy that's concerned me the most this season is Shaheen Carter. I don't know what his deal is. I mean, he seems lost. Yeah, you know. You had him. You had high hopes for him this year. I do remember talking about that in the beginning of the year. Well, I mean, he's 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 a senior and he's played, you know, every year that he's been there, and and he's gotten better every year. But this year, he just seems lost. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's wrong with him. He just he, he ain't right. Maybe maybe he's gotten it corrected over off week. Maybe that's what he needed. Maybe he, you know, he didn't have the right focus and mindset at the start of the season, and it's carried over for a few weeks. But maybe he had a chance to to kind of reset and. We'll see what happens this week, but uh, that's that's somebody that's kind of it's just been it's a head scratcher. I, I don't quite understand. Yeah, you're right, and I'll tell you somebody uh, we need to keep out for or keep an eye out for as well. He's also a freshman. That's uh, uh I cannot think of his for, first name. I think it Battle is it Jordan Battle? Yeah, Jordan Battle. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I mean, he every, you know he he's in he's seems like he's in every play as a freshman. He's everywhere on the field um, and. Like I said, he's just a freshman. I mean, just think what he's going to be doing his sophomore and junior year at Alabama. I mean, it's he's uh, he's really good. Oh, the the defense in a couple of years is going to be lights out. Oh yeah, but uh, we we got a national title to win before all that happens. So 
Yes. This is the revenge tour. I mean, I, I really feel like this team is, is gaining momentum. I feel like they're getting stronger. I think the defense is going to get better each and every week. Uh, and I, I feel like the best yet to come for this team. And you, you talked about Auburn. I mean, I do want to – I got I to gotta throw some shade at Auburn. Just, I mean – Yeah, please. I, I, I'll be honest with you, and I've, and I've thought it since the season started, but besides their defensive line, what do they have? Nothing. I, I mean, I think that's a legitimate question. Yeah, it is. I mean, they – now, look – and I hate to say it as an Alabama fan. Now they got some studs on the defensive line. Yeah, they do. I mean, they they, they got guys that would play absolutely anywhere else in the country as well. But other mm-hmm. than, what do they have? I mean, no. their their secondary is meh. It's okay. Their linebacker, mm-hmm. yeah, they're okay. Their offensive line, uh, they're up and down. Their running backs, outside of Whitlow, are garbage. Mm-hmm. Whitlow's just nah. He's okay. And he's injured now for I think he's injured out for several weeks. Yeah. Swartz is fast on the outside, but mm-hmm. I mean he's he's got he's got to be you got to give him a jet sweep or he that's the only way he can touch the ball. Mm-hmm. Seth Williams now he he can go up and make plays, but he's he's prone to drop some passes as well. I, I just I just don't see their quarterback, and I know he's a freshman and he will get better. Obviously, I think he's got the talent. With himself to, to be a good player, but he's nowhere close to being able to lead a team to to a championship. No. So, I, I mean, I I think it's fair to ask outside of their dominant defensive lineman, what do they really have? I agree, hundred percent. So I'm just going to leave that at that. Uh, that's enough Auburn talk for for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But as we as we kind of get to, to wrapping things up. Uh, w- what's your prediction and in, in, in players to watch uh, this Saturday? Yeah, you know, um, I've already said my prediction. I believe it's going to be 56 to 21. Um, I think we give um, give up 20. I, I say anywhere between 20 and 24 points. Uh, probably the fourth quarter probably gave up, a bunch, you know, a few. But um, but just to watch, of course uh, – be uh, be Brown, see old Cornbread, see him back in the offensive line on that side of the ball. Um, now you got him on that side. That, that's awesome. I don't know if you remember uh, seeing uh, it was on a little gif of Lennon Diggerson, uh, like bro, uh, knocking somebody down, just getting over him, just like taunting him. You know, he's that was pretty funny, but um, yeah, he's the, the offensive line is getting a whole lot better. I'm glad to see that. Um, and they they really protected uh, Tyrrellwell uh, last week or two weeks ago. So uh, the offensive line is the most improved part of our team from from week one to yeah. To and I'll be honest with you, I think a lot of it has to do with Landon Dickerson. I think his attitude and his toughness and just his mentality has, yeah. has over to other guys and. Uh, you know he's he's brought out the best in all the other guys because of the way he plays. Yes, I agree with that, and he's I, I love his I love his attitude, like you said. Um, I'm, I'm you know I, there's a few other guys, um, but biggest thing on like you said from week to week is just try to not get an injury. You know the injury bug is really really hit hard right now, and uh, we just got to keep 
guys healthy, especially when you got uh, teams looming like the LSU's and the Auburn's at the all, you know, at Jordan Hare and if, you know, in a month. So, um, you know, that, that's the biggest thing right now is, uh, to keep everybody healthy. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's what I want each and every week is no more injuries. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as far as my prediction goes, I'm, I'm going to, we're pretty close. I'm saying 52 to 17, mm-hmm. Alabama. Uh, I think the offense has another good day. I think you start to see this week how – I mean, I don't think our defense is going to be great this year, but I think you're going to see this week how good this defense can actually be. I think we can still be a good defense this year, and I think you're going to start to see some signs this week against Texas A&M. Uh, as far as some players to watch, I'm, I'm with you. I want to see what Cornbread does in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm interested to see our running game against their their defensive front, uh, and I, I'm also interested to see how we uh, how we defend. Uh, you know, they like to throw. You know, last year they had a really good tight end. His name's slipping me right, Steinburner or something like that. But he's he's got. But I'm interested to see how they how they try to use the middle of the field because that's that's the easiest way to attack the Alabama defenses across the middle. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I want to see how you know our linebackers playing coverage and. And how how uh, you know guys like Jordan Battle when we're in uh, nickel uh, 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 plays against uh, you know a veteran quarterback and Kellen Mond. But yeah. I think mm-hmm. if you don't have anything else to add, Jake, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I'm just going to say um, next week, uh, me and my wife we're we're taking uh, we're having it'll be our five years of marriage and. We're actually going to be at the Tennessee-Alabama game down in T-Town. So, you know, if you want to, you know, hit your boy up, let me know. And uh, message me on if you're going to be down there and we'll meet up. And uh, I'd love to do a meet and greet with some of our fans. Yeah, that's awesome. So, y'all make sure y'all let Jake know if you're going to be down there in Tuscaloosa for the Tennessee game next week and mm-hmm. uh, meet up with him. It'd be awesome to get some pictures of y'all together. So, make sure y'all do that if y'all are making y'all's way down to T-Town. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, before we sign off, uh, we appreciate the support. We appreciate the listen. Are y'all, everybody listening, uh, we appreciate, you know, all the interaction on Twitter. Yes. Uh, y'all make it fun. Y'all make us want to do it with, with all the interaction. We really appreciate y'all. So make sure y'all continue to do that. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Blackwood89. Follow the podcast on Twitter at TideTalk underscore pod. Use the hashtag TideTalk. Jake, where can they follow you at? I'm at Jake Thomas Tide. Yeah, so give us a follow, uh, tweet at us, uh, and just keep up, you know, with all the all the stuff that's going on with Tide Talk, and uh, we enjoy keeping up with with all our listeners as well. So we'll talk to y'all again next week, and roll Tide. Roll Tide.